1: Good evening welcome to the Stephen Knight nice Show. Hope you're having a great Monday and hopefully we'll make it a little bit better for you. Uh, tonight we welcome hilarious comedian uh, Anthony Moore. He joins us tonight to discuss his career and to give his take on some of the hot topics we're discussing. Plus, uh, we discuss everything in hot topics everyone's talking about. Movie reviews, fashion, sports, and the best any music out there. you we you all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Instagram, and of course our official website, thestephenknightshow.com. You can also purchase your t-shirts there. Um, we're also on Spotify, iHeartRadio. Just go to our website, SeatedNightShow.com. Look, when we come back. Hot topics, right back after
2: this. Music machine, lyrics. Uh-huh.
3: Uh huh.
2: This that yeah. baby right here, K. Yeah, boy. Word. Look. Do you think? Do you think? Look. The product of thousand tenements. Try, try blending with the innocent. Yeah. It's to the moon like we chasing stars, drinks in the air, my we about to raise the yeah. bar. Hop can speak it, then can't eat with us. Dwayne the Martin, these is just some seat fillers. Teach, level up, they'll see the growth. Crypto, current, Bitcoin, to so who need the most. Look. Was quick to one squeeze the toast. These days, about my bread, to I see a loaf. Greedy, couple plates, we gon' eat the most. Point game, if we trail at least we keep it close. Yeah, yeah. Chicken toast, sipping shit in moderation. <laughs> it was written in the proclamation. My obligation to the is the will. Give food for thought till they cherish the meal, swerve and pill. Chicks, yeah. notice the squad. I ain't talking for an exchange when I study abroad. know the facade. Got us lunching up and out of guard. Talking about portfolios and profit yeah. margins. Yeah. We done finally reached the pinnacle. Yeah. Without compromising the principles. Life would overseas, different interviews. Back then, you to do it for the family. We done finally reached the pinnacle. Yeah. Without compromising okay. the principles. Yeah. Life good, overseas, different Listen. interviews. Back then, used to do it's it like for Deep slumber, sleep till we see numbers. Yeah. In the vision, seen it like Steve Wonder. Each summer hit a monetary apex. Lifestyle's much more than having safe sex. Strategic yeah. talk, dudes who don't pay chess That's starving, only getting a taste test. Put the sorus, finished wines and board it Learn the game from ballers that stay scoreless. Yeah. Rap Mike, we paint portraits, yeah. spinning riddles like we socially awkward. Pirates jaws to the corporate office. Catapulted movements was flawless. <laughs> we about to take a sabbatical. Yeah. Got the brand, the crown's just collateral. Yeah We patrolling different avenues. Life's a bitch. Used to wanna marry you. But it's kinda hard to think practical. Think it's simple to new rational. Lack like of aptitude. Now we down the Georgia shore. Authoritative if you spill within this world we love. Uh-huh. Code of language you never heard before. Verbal onslaught. Like what do you wanna hurt me for? Yeah. Dig. I'm a lyrical enthusiast, mumble rap, meet these <laughs> with a crucifix. Yeah. We used to listen with exuberance, yeah. Thinking bars coming from a lack of poodle so Sewing uh, jabs like a pugilist. Not the best. I suggest you go review your yeah. list. <laughs> we done finally reached the pinnacle, uh-huh. yeah. Without compromising the principles. Mm-hmm. Like doing overseas, different interviews. Back then, used to do it for the better. We done finally reached the penalty yeah. Without compromising the principles Lighted to it, overseas, different interviews yeah. Back then, you used to do it for the we're family We finally here We finally here It's all so okay, we finally here Yeah, uh-huh Showing the respect Kicked back the music shit Uh-huh, we finally here Feeling it's finally here Uh-huh, oh yeah, yeah.
1: to the Stephen Night Show. Miss Parker, how's it going?
4: Hey, what's
1: up? Uh, listen, I have to give you props because I was looking at your Instagram over the weekend and you looked amazing this weekend. I mean, you always look good, you know that, but you looked amazing. I don't know if love's in the air or what, but you look amazing this weekend. <laughs> Everybody was saying it.
4: I been
1: in the gym extra hard.
5: How was your weekend? It was
4: good. I have some friends in town um from vegas san diego and uh costa rica oh nice so I was pretty busy mm-hmm. trying to entertain everyone we had a good time
1: that's good yeah i saw the picture again then
4: i got sick of four
1: i know tell us about that
4: um well i, I think i was catching like a, i don't know if it's pollen or what but mm-hmm. i saw it in the website yeah. So I took some cold medicine and didn't realize that it had aspirin, in it, and I'm like, I search for aspirin. Man. Um, and so I got to check everything. So I take it, but I didn't check. I just took it, mm-hmm. and so like 20 minutes later, my face full of, my eyes full closed. And, yeah. And, I mean, I just, I just look like a completely different person. But this is like the sixth time it happened, and, I, and I've been diagnosed with uh, aspirin allergies. I was okay. I laugh last year about the time. Okay. Um, so it's just it, it's really. Um, it's really serious because I have. we have to check everything. When I was in the emergency room when I sprained my my uh, foot in January, mm-hmm. I twisted my foot. Um, it was in February, January, February. I twisted my foot in the gym, and when I went to the emergency room, they weren't even able to give me any painkillers. Wow. And just they were going to give me ice and wrap my foot. It was like Ouch. everything we have had aspirated it. Um, so I didn't realize that it was going to be that. But it was going to. It was going to take, it was going to be that much of an effect on my life. And that aspirin, had, it wasn't that so much stuff. Yeah. Aspirin, so much stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so now I just have to go through my cabinets and it and throw away everything that says aspirin, an ingredient in it. Mm-hmm. Um, that way I won't, that won't happen again. But yeah, it's miserable because you're, literally like just, my throat, my tongue swells up, my throat, um, I can't, my, it's like my ear starts ringing, mm-hmm. my face was, well, my eyes were closed. And I can't, it's hard for me to breathe. I literally have to sit up so I can effort to breathe. Man. It's miserable. Um, you got to keep taking Benadryl, and, and sometimes it goes away. So, you feel better I'm now? Today. Good, good.
1: Glad yeah. to hear that. Okay, well, I'm glad, you're, I'm glad you had a great week, and I'm glad you're feeling better from that. Yeah. But that's important, because we don't know how much aspirin's in so much stuff. You know what I mean? You wouldn't think cold medicine has aspirin in it. But, yeah, but yeah I'm definitely right. glad you're feeling better. Yeah.
0: Mr. Chicken, I mean, Have you always been allergic to, to aspirin? Was that a, a lifelong uh, allergy? No, it,
4: it, it recently happened. So, um, last year, October, uh, October no. about a year, about a year and a half ago, I went on um, a kayaking trip, a, a whitewater raft trip. Oh, yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. And I
4: had went out the night before, so n- normally what I do is, when I go out the night before, I will take a BC Potter, whether my head hurts or not, because it helped me kind of function the next day. Right. And so mm-hmm. I woke up, I took a B.C., and then we all met up at a, at a meeting spot. Um, and when we were in the car driving to the Whitewater Rapids thing, which is like two hours away from Atlanta, I started sneezing. And I thought, well, this lady have a dog and she have a cat, so maybe I'm allergic to do one of those, maybe, you know, it's their fur or whatever. Right. So I literally, like, pulled like within. 20 minutes, my eyes full up, like my face full up, and they were all like, oh my god, what's happening to you? So she pulled over at the low corner store, we got some Benadryl, and I just kept my sunglasses on and I just kind of just rubbed it through. The white water rafting trip was all day. But I didn't, I still didn't understand what was going on. Then it happened again um, when I was in Trinidad for my birthday next year, last year. I went out, I took a BC, which has uh, been a normal, normal yeah. practice of mine. I'm adult. Yeah. yeah. And so um, then it, it happened while I was on this trip, and this time it, really, it was really bad. And so when I came home, I went to the allergist, and when they tested me, I was allergic, allergic to it. So two years now, it's something that I developed as an adult.
1: Yeah, people do develop yeah. allergies as they get older. Stuff that you didn't bother you when you were younger. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Mr. chike how was your weekend? Yes, sir. My weekend was pretty good. Uh I half relaxed, half worked. Um
0: uh, yeah, it, it, it was productive. Good. I, I can't complain.
1: Good. Mm-hmm. You know, I um Saturday Ms. Miss Parker knows about me. I sleep in on Saturdays. I sleep in I'm talking about twelve thirty, one o'clock sometimes. But this particular wrong with it. but this particular Saturday I got up at eight thirty in the morning and I um got up, went made my breath. So I'm on this new uh eating regiment, my brother me, my brother, and uh, my best friend, Ty, were on it. And so, anyway, so I went down to make my breakfast. And I said, you know what? Because, you know, I work out I work out a lot during the week. Like, some days I'll do two-a-days. Two like, usually Tuesday through Thursday. And so, weekends I don't. Weekends I chill. Ms. Parker, she be getting it, but I don't. <laughs> and so, I was like, you know, I spend so much time in the gym. And, yeah, in the mornings I do, um, you know, meditate and pray a little bit. I said, but I never do it on the weekends. I never Especially on Saturday, I never like consciously take time to work on my mental health on the weekends. So I started my day with that after I had my breakfast and I had a great Saturday. I mean I, I mean I typically have good weekends, but it was just a I was just in a good mood. So that's what I did Saturday. It was it was great. It was great. So I recommend if you get up if you can get up before noon, do your uh I was about to say <laughs> I think you can't get up before
5: noon.
1: Right <laughs> but, <laughs> Right. By the time you get up on the weekend is <laughs> over. Exactly. So a little bit a day. You have <laughs> exactly, exactly. But no, so that right, right. Call a thing a thing, as it says. But yeah, but that was my. I had a good Saturday. But anyway, um, our question today is: I thought it was just funny. Have you ever been fired from a job, Miss Parker? Um. Yep, I sure have. <laughs> um,
4: I'm fired from job. Okay. I remember that? Uh huh. I was going to get fired because I lied on application about my age, but it wasn't for reason. Um, they never found that out. Um, I was fourteen, I have to be fifteen to work there, but I put I put the wrong year, and it never, it never. They never, they never found know. out. Okay. Um, but I remember I was leaving work one afternoon. It was probably I worked like a second shift, or whatever. So I was probably leaving. I think I worked like three, maybe from like two to two to nine or two mm-hmm. to eight, mm-hmm. whatever it was. I was leaving, and and the new shift was coming in, and they were like, oh, it was your time to uh, clean the bathroom. I was like, no, it's not, because we were supposed to take turns. Like, for example, if I work today and clean the bathroom today, the person I work with tomorrow, they clean the bathroom. Right. And I hated, I hated
1: bathroom duty. So I hate it too. I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not doing it. And I walked out and got in my car. I you know, <laughs> go back and they were like,
4: you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, whatever. I already had another job lined up, so I went to the other job. And then I was fired from, um, oh, I had two jobs right before I moved to Atlanta when I was finishing college, I had two jobs. I worked at the Rio, which is one of the largest properties in Vegas. Yeah. Um, I worked with VIP check in But before I got that job, I worked at a smaller hotel in Tuscany um, in their, in their um, check-ins, checking people to the hotel. And I um, I thought, thought I was going to keep both jobs. The manager and I were real cool. And I told them, I, was like, I got this job at the Rio. Rio was paying like double. and But I would be able to work certain th- third shift after Rio, I come here and work like four hours a day. Are you cool with that? He was like, Yeah, that's fine. So I would get off the Rio, I believe I need to get up at seven. I started my shift there at like eight thirty at eight. Wow. Um so I was at the real go get from to eat it and just start working again. But you know, obviously after about two weeks it got old. So I yeah. stay here. I am like, you don't need me. And I called the girl, like how many people you got in front of us? That show. <laughs> so, I showed up one day. He was like, "Come back here." He handed me the pink slip. I'm like, "I'm not taking that." I'm taking the pink slip.
5: <laughs> and so,
4: and so, I refused to take the slip. But I was fired because I'm like, "I ain't going to no pink slip." But, um, but it was all. Both jobs were not jobs that I was dependent on because I already had other jobs. Right. But, um, you know that when you're young, you're not. Yeah, school, think about, about school, it. School, right. Like that that great. Yeah, mm-hmm. Like I said, it was a real job. Even though I had responsibilities and bills to pay, I already had a job that was paid double, and I couldn't, I was just tired. Yeah. I two jobs and go to school. So, but yeah, I've been fired twice.
1: Okay. What about you, Chica? <laughs> so,
0: twice I've been fired. Uh, the first was I was in high school and. Uh, Back then, um ten dollars an hour was a whole lot of money. Oh yeah. And I was working at this warehouse called it we're Don. Uh shout out to Edward Don. <laughs> and the the company does um
5: <laughs>
0: restaurant equipment. It's okay. They handle restaurant equipment. So it's like the mixers, the wares, um the, the mixing bowls, the, the, the giant, you know, um, industrial-sized mixing bowls. They handled all that stuff, and they shipped them out to restaurants.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: And so it was a big warehouse, and I lied on the application and said that I had forklift. Now I was only like 17, maybe 16, 17 years old. Yeah. I lied and said I had forklift experience, mm-hmm. right, me and my best friend. So we're in Edward Dunn, and keep in mind, the regular employees are – Striking. So we're crossing the picket line to go to work. Mm, wow. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. And so we're in there doing their work, working the forklift, which I had no idea how to really use, but I lied <laughs> on the application. And we wind up, because we were riding on the forklift together, and we wind up riding it to, like, the, the, the nether regions of the, the warehouse and get the forklift stuck between the shelving where they – housed some of the equipment, and we couldn't get it out. So we just left it back there. Wow. <laughs> so some some course of, we're in the course of the day, somebody found it, and um, as we were, because we got paid every week, as we were getting our pay, the guy came up to the front, like our foreman, came up to the front, and he was like, yeah, uh, don't bother coming back tomorrow. We found the <laughs> forklift that you had stuck in the back. Wow! Oh, wow! Okay. Wow. And then the second one was Old Navy. Um, got fired <laughs> from Old Navy. Wow! <laughs> that was um, my first job when I came home back to New Jersey from college. Yeah. And um, I just needed a quick job, you know, to get some ends coming in.
5: Mm-hmm. And
0: um, to be totally honest, I got a job at a bank. You know, they gave me the green light. I just didn't start yet, but I was still at Old Navy, and I was showing my butt because I knew I already had. A you had a job. job. You so said was, what's the tea? yeah and I was acting up i mean really acting up and they were like you know what you can go home I was like you know what thank you
5: wow,
1: <laughs> thank you wow. right thanks no let me tell you a quick story my brother um he worked at papa John's my big brother and um he, my brother was a person he would work like i'm i'm i work one job and that's it i'm about try getting two jobs one time I worked at two weekends and I quit but my brother he he's a worker that's him and so he got this job at, at Papa John's, and they got on his nerves one day. And he, um, they would let him take home a pizza at the end of the day. So he said, "Okay, I'm gonna put pizza in my car and I'm right back." And he, he got in that car and never came back. My mom, my mom said, "That's not how you do it." But no, I've I've I, I have been let go from two jobs um, because of budget. But um, but I almost got fired from a job I had. I started my senior year in high school. And then my first semester in college, I couldn't work. You couldn't work your first semester. But then um, after that, I worked there for four years. Me and my sister both worked there. And um, it was one of the supervisors who told me that HR had been pulling all my files. I'm like, for what? Because, you know, I got more comfortable as a call center. And so um, I remember going into the HRs because I kept hearing these rumors. So I went into the HR's office and asked them what was going on. And she had my whole personnel file on her desk, and so we had words, and she didn't let me go. But I found out the reason why she couldn't let me go because you had to have every supervisor's um, permission to let a person go. And this one lady said, "I'm not letting him go," and I didn't work on her team. She said, "Nope, I won't do it." So, well, shut did up.
0: you find out why they pulled your file? Why did they have your file?
1: Well, you know when you when you start, especially in a call center environment. You know, we, me and my sister were seen as the golden ch- child, golden children. They thought we were just, everyone thought we were just like, everybody loved us. But I think I started getting more relaxed. And so, like, I started making my own schedule. Like, you know, the shift was like 6 to 10. I come in at 4.30 to 8.30. You know what I mean? It was this kind of thing. But I did my job. You know what I mean? I've been there a long time. And I think they just were ready for a change. You know what I mean? But um, I had, mm-hmm. a, I, I had graduated from college and I had a job that was pending. I was waiting for that final approval. I couldn't wait. I remember I, I remember I sat on my computer, and I, I typed out my resignation letter, and I was just waiting to put the date in that I could quit. And so, uh, anyway. Well, tweet us at home. you uh, were well, probably in your feelings, too. Oh, yeah. Fire me for what? I did good some work there. But tweet us at home. Uh, Stephen I show SHO. Let us know if you ever been fired from a job. All right, so hot topic. So, Kodak Black... Well, you know, a lot of people are still mourning um, the tragic loss of Nipsey Hussle, who only passed away a week ago. Well, Kodak Black, he uh, took to Instagram and said that he would give uh, Lauren London, who is Nipsey's um, uh, girlfriend, and, you know, they have a child together. He said he gave her a year to mourn and cry over him, and then he would shoot a shot. Now... That did not go well by T.I. or by the game. T.I. posted a video, which he later deleted, and said, um, he said that, you know, you're out of pocket. You know, you need to fix this w- real quickly. And if I see you in, pers- in person, I'm going to say it to your face. He did delete it, and he posted another video just pretty much telling him to chill out. You know what I mean? And then um, uh, the game uh, took the social media as well and told him that he only not need to be re- repeat even saying Nifty's name. You need to come out of his name. You're disrespectful. You know, whatever. Um, uh, Kodak later apologized. Um, but what do you think about? Do you think that social media just causes people not to think when they post things? I mean, a person was murdered a week ago, and you're and you're playing around with it on social media. What are your thoughts on this, Ms. Parker? Um, I, you know, I don't really know who Kodak Black is from the blogs. I right. Know, I know who- <laughs> Yeah. Um I think honestly I think that they
4: did move on this service by giving him that much attention. Mm. Um I think he should have been ignored. Okay. I think the fact that he got so much that's what he craved. Um, yeah. that's what ignorant people like that craved. Mm-hmm. So I think the fact that all these celebrities going in and it, it, they should have just ignored him. Mm. I think it got bigger and gave him more clout than it needed to
1: When they responded, yeah. That makes sense. What about you Chica? Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think that um, there's something
0: about social media that gets people thirsty for attention, mm-hmm. certain people. Yeah. And it's a quick way for you to get some attention. I mean, as, as we've seen, you know, over the years where people get on social media and they just start – getting diarrhea of the mouth Mm -hmm. and they say just a little bit too much or they do a little bit too much on social media and then it's like too much is out and then it's like oop i said too much but it's already out there now
6: yeah and
0: now we have to deal with what was put out there and then you have regrets about what you put out there but you wanted the attention you're just not getting the attention you thought you were gonna get
1: and even so like with ti you know he made an initial video he deleted it But once it's out there, it's out there. People still have that video. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I know he had Mm -hmm. good intentions, but what I'm saying is once you put something out, it's out there. It's crazy because I've been seeing a lot of people lately who are posting these nude or have nude pictures on social media (laughs) trying to get likes. And someone I went to school with, I used to be really close with, I saw them post the same picture. I'm thinking, uh... First of all, too soon. Body's not there. But but I don't know what's this draw that people feel like that's what they have to do to get this attention on social media. You know what I mean? It 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 really degrades yourself, I would think. But um, I think that people need to chill out. Really, I mean, be yourself. Be yourself. Do I mean? honestly, we all do a little something for the for the gram, but you know, especially with a murder, you have to have respect. You really do. Um, but that's the culture we're in. All right, so this mother. She's in Texas. She's 29 years old. She did the unthinkable. So, apparently, she she and her husband or boyfriend, whoever, they owed a drug debt um, to drug dealers or whatever. She sold her son, her 7-year-old son, for $2,500 to pay off the debt. Um, She was arrested. And she also had two other kids, a 2-year-old and a 3-year-old, that she was going to sell as well. But she was... um, Police raided her home... And found uh, the evidence that she had sold these children, and she admitted to it. She said that she, um, she, the, a person, the woman that she owed the drug, the money to, paid five hundred dollars in cash to clear the, um, her debt, and then the seven hundred dollars would be once the custody paperwork was signed. Uh, she she is sentenced to six years for selling kids and two years for money laundering and conspiracy to sell or purchase child. Um, both will be served concurrently. What are your thoughts, Ms. Parker? She stole a seven-year-old child? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Her, her yeah. seven-year-old child. Yeah. I can't even re- re- get her. Like, I can't yeah. Get her her yeah. And so, and so did the person behind the
4: child gets get arrested
1: too? Yeah, she got arrested too. Yep.
4: Yeah, it should. For $500? <laughs> what, did she, so what did she want, what did she want a, a seven-year-old child
1: for? I guess she wanted a child, but yeah. Um, no, but that's kind of weird. That sounds
4: like not so... I other
1: type thing yeah yeah i agree
4: i think
1: most of you should have been arrested it's horrible -hmm. horrible. Mm -hmm. so at
0: seven years old your your mind is pretty intact yeah you you can comprehend certain things Mm -hmm. and at seven years old i could comprehend the fact that my mother put me up for sale
5: Mm-hmm.
0: what kind of damage does that do to you for the rest of your life? What where, where, where is this
1: child going to think moving forward? Mm-hmm. I agree. You know, when I was, um, before I moved to Atlanta, I worked with the youth um, in court services. And we would get these, anytime I get a new child, a new case, I would get a social history history. And it told the history of the uh, kids' parents, grandparents, and sometimes, you know, further than that. And I realized reading those, and I would never read them before I met the kid because I didn't want to have my preconceived notions. But I would read it after I met the kid. But I realized in many cases, these kids, they, they were set up for failure from the beginning. You know what I mean? Because everyone's not meant to have kids. Everyone's not meant to have kids. They're not meant to have kids. And the fact that you could sell your seven. Who would. I I know mothers who they love their children. They, you know, they'll do anything for their children. You don't sell them for $700? It's it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. All right. Well, um, me and Ms. Park were talking about this earlier uh, The View. So you're getting a lot of. A lot of people been talking about, you know, Megan McCain and Joy Behar. They um, are both. you know, co-host on the View, and they typically butt heads. Well, today um, they were discussing Kirsten Nelson. She is leaving her position as Homeland Security um, Secretary, and she's been replaced by uh, Kevin McAleen, who is the current Customs and Border Protection Commissioner. She, he's just interim. Well, um, Joy was uh, discussing the fact that the U.S. should be Um, taking care of Central Americans instead of you know uh, treating them the way we've been treating them under this administration and so uh, Megan kept cutting her off while she was trying to finish her point and Joy said well let me just finish my point I listen to you listen to me and Megan said well part of your job is listening to me and the whole audience kind of was like whoa you know and Joy even looked like wow and Whoopi stepped in and uh, said, we're not going to do this. What we're not going to do is this. Everyone has their right to talk. And even if you don't agree with them, you just don't, you know, don't respond. Just say your part. Let let them say their part. Now, Miss Parker, we were talking about earlier today, you said that you don't think that's been the the biggest disagreement you've seen with them. But a lot of uh, media has picked up on this. What are your thoughts on all that? Yeah, I don't know.
4: I don't, I don't like the attention they got because I just feel like it really wasn't, that big of a deal. I've seen them argue, argue, mm-hmm. go in on each other. Yeah. Um. I think Meg's a tough personality, and if I was on that show, I would have a hard time like Joy does. And I think some people are are more tolerant of her personality, her personality, and it's just more about chemistry. Her and Joy doesn't get along. But, uh, um, I think I can relate to a lot of what Joy feel about Maggie, um, but I think some of her other co-hosts. Cool, cool are able to manage their emotions a little bit more, Joyce a little bit more passionate about what she believes in. Yeah. And, um, and, so, and so it comes across, you know, the it where it really shows when those two ladies don't get along. But I don't know why Magnus on the show. Because no one likes her. Yeah. So, it's not her audience, you know what I mean? Like, she'll do well on a Fox or something that caters to her audience. She just doesn't do well on that show because she's too far too far right.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. Yeah. Chica.
0: Well, she's the new Elizabeth Hasselbeck. You know, they need one of those on the show to play opposite of another person. Mm-hmm. So before it was Rosie O'Donnell and Elizabeth Hasselbeck. They used right. to go at it all the R- time. Right. So now it's Joy and they they're always gonna have
1: that antagonist on the show. It's part of the dynamic. That's true. Yeah. But I think they tried to balance it out by adding Abby um, to the show because her and Megan are like best friends, and they're both uh, Republicans. And I think they tried to balance it out. But but it seems like Abby's more, either, either she's more uh, settled with the way she says things. Like she comes well, off you as yeah, more compassion. Yeah, more of a and compassion. Please, then yeah. Then. yeah. And class. And cla- No, she does. Yeah, she really does. But um, it's interesting. You brought up Elizabeth uh, Chik because a book came out last week. That um, talk about behind the scenes at the View, and um, it talks about an argument that Elizabeth had with uh, Barbara Walters. Well, Barbara Walters was kind of getting on her on air, and so Elizabeth, on commercial break, stormed off the stage, and they have audio of her going off saying that she's not going back out there. She don't need this job, and she's pretty much going off on Barbara Walters. She ended up did coming back, um, you know, when the break was over. But it was just interesting how, you know. It's interesting, Miss Parker, because you said you don't know why Megan's on the show, and she mentions it often that she's the outsider on the show. I mean, she, you know, she gives her conservative views, but the fact that most people don't agree with her. Um, so I, 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 stopped, I stopped
4: watching the views. Because of this. Yeah, I didn't watch the show again until she left. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I just think people like
1: people
4: like Elizabeth, like Megan. They need to be on a on a show that is catered to Republicans, yeah, and, and not moderate Republicans, like far left Republicans, mm-hmm. because you
1: can't rationalize any conversation with them. Right, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's take a quick break, and we'll come back with a couple more hot topics. Right back after this. Doctor
7: E. out, I overcame all the drama now, I'm going strong on my bounce back, my setback got me on track, now every day it's a new task, face my fears covered up underneath the mask, I had to ease my mind from the crazy shit, adjust for the perfect fit, scars from my past but surrounded with the counterfeit All I need in this life is me. No stress, no pain, feel free. Look around, up and down, can you see? All I need, all I need is me. Let me catch the grips. Control my attitude, let me lock my lips. When they pop the clips, I push the anchor down, then I rock the ship. Yo, I've been smoking steady tripping, Get the sip and told them, listen, I ain't ready for the petty. When I dodge it, I stay ready. Pay on humble, keep it heavy, stay low-key. Call me shady, I ain't with it, I ain't with it. Tell them critics I ain't with it. It was kinda hard for me to see. Dreaded pain, turn to misery. Lack of love in the families. Jealousy from my enemies. I had to keep it going, shoulder weight, maxed out, keep it flowing. Uh Then I ride above it, bragging rights, long nights, suffering, nothing for it. All I need in this life is me. No stress, no pain, feel free. Look around, up and down, can you see? All I need, all I need is me. All I need is
8: i
6: What's up y'all, comedian Anthony Moore here Make sure y'all stay tuned in to
1: the Stephen Knight Show Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show Miss Parker, how's it going? Hey,
4: what's
1: up? Uh, listen, I have to give you props Because I was looking at your Instagram over the weekend And you looked amazing this weekend I mean, you always look good, you know that But you looked amazing, I don't know If love's in the air or what But you look amazing this weekend <laughs> Everybody was saying it I appreciate it,
4: been, been in the gym
1: extra hard Yep <laughs> hmm
5: yeah. How was your weekend? It
4: was, it was good. I have some friends in town um, from Vegas, San Diego, and uh, Costa Rica. Oh, nice. So I was pretty busy mm-hmm. trying to entertain everyone. We had a good time. That's
1: good. Yeah, I saw the pictures again. Then
4: I got sick of four.
1: I know. Tell us about that.
4: Um. Well, I, I think I was catching, like, a, I don't know if it's pollen or what, but mm-hmm. I saw it in the weather. Yeah. So I took some cold medicine and then realized that it had aspirin and I'm like, to for aspirin. Man. Um, and so I got to check everything. before I take it, but I didn't check. I just took it. Mm-hmm. And so like 20 minutes later, my face full up, my eyes full closed. And, yeah. And, I mean, I just, just look like a completely different person, but this is like the sixth time it happened. And, I, and I've been diagnosed with, uh, um, aspirin allergies. I was okay. Last year. Okay. Um, so it's just, it, it's really, um, it's really serious because I have we have to check everything when I was in the emergency room when I sprung my, my uh, foot in January mm-hmm. I twisted my foot um it was in February January February I twisted my foot in the gym and when I went to the emergency room they weren't even able to give me any painkillers wow like they were just they were going to give me ice and wrap my foot it was like Ouch. everything we have had aspirated it um so I didn't realize that it was going to be that, it was going to it was going to take, it was going to be that much of an effect on my life. And that aspirin, had. it wasn't that so
1: much stuff. Yeah. so much stuff.
4: Yeah,
1: yeah.
4: Um, so now I just have to go through my cabinets and rather just throw away everything that says aspirin, that's ingredient in it. Mm-hmm. Um, that way I won't, that won't happen again. But yeah, it's miserable because you're, you're literally like just my throat, my tongue swells up, my throat, um, I can't, my, it's like my ear starts ringing, mm-hmm. my face was. Well, my eyes were closed. And I can't, it's hard for me to breathe. I literally have to sit up so I can effort to breathe. Man. It's miserable. you got to keep taking Benadryl, and, and sometimes it goes away. So, you feel better now? Better today. Good,
1: good. Glad to hear yeah. that. Okay, well, I'm glad, you, I'm glad you had a great week, and I'm glad you're feeling better from that. Yeah. But that's important, because we don't know how much aspirin's in so much stuff. You know what I mean? You wouldn't think cold medicine has aspirin in it. But, yeah, But yeah, I'm definitely glad right. you're feeling better. Yeah. Mr. Chicken. I mean, have you always been allergic to,
0: to aspirin? Was that a, a lifelong uh, allergy? No, it,
4: it, it recently happened. So, um, last year uh, October, no, about a year and a half ago, I went on um, a kayaking trip. A, a whitewater raft trip. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I went out the night before, so normally what I do is, when I go out the night before, I'll take a BC Potter, whether my head hurts or not, because it helped me kind of function the next day right and so mm-hmm. i woke up i took a bc and then we all met up at a, at a meeting spot um and when we were in the car driving to the whitewater rafting thing which is like two hours away from atlanta i started sneezing and i thought well this lady you have a dog and she have a cat so maybe i'm allergic to one of those maybe you know it's their fur or whatever Right. so like literally like over like within 20 minutes, my eyes full up, like my face pulled up, and they were all like, oh my god, what's happening to you? So she pulled over at the low corner store, we got some Benadryl, and I just kept my sunglasses on and I just kind of just roughed it through. The white water wrapping trip was all day. But I didn't, I still didn't understand what was going on. Then it happened again um, when I was in Trinidad for my birthday next, last year. I went out, I took a BC, which has uh, been a normal, normal yeah. practice of mine. Well, but, adult, yeah, what happened to that? Yeah. yeah. And so, um, then it, it, happened while I was on this trip and this time it really, it was really bad. And so when I came home, I went to the allergist and when they tested me, I was allergic, allergic to it. So like two years now, it's something that I developed as an adult.
1: Yeah, people do develop yeah. allergies as they get older. Stuff that you didn't bother you when you were younger. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Mr. Chique, how was your weekend? yes sir my weekend was pretty good uh i half relaxed half worked um
0: yeah it, it was productive good I, I can't complain
1: good <laughs> you know i um miss Parker knows about me I sleep in on Saturdays I sleep in i'm talking about twelve thirty one o'clock sometimes but this particular, wrong with it. but this particular Saturday I got up at eight thirty in the morning and i um got up went made my breakfast on this new uh eating regiment my brother me, my brother, and uh, my best friend, Ty, were on it. And so, anyway, so I went down to make my breakfast. And I said, you know what? Because, you know, I work out I work out a lot during the week. Like, some days I'll do two, two a days. Like, usually Tuesday through Thursday. And so, weekends I don't. Weekends I chill. Ms. Parker, she be getting it, but I don't. <laughs> and so, I was like, you know, I spend so much time in the gym. And, yeah, in the mornings I do, um, you know, meditate and pray a little bit. I said, but I never do it on the weekends. I never... Especially on Saturday, I never like Consciously take time to work on my mental health On the weekends, so I started my day With that after I had my breakfast And I had a great Saturday I mean, I, I mean, I typically have good weekends But it was just a, I was just in a good mood So that's what I did Saturday, it was it was great It was great, so I recommend if you get up And you can get up before noon Do your uh... I was about to say <laughs> I think You can get up before noon Right By <laughs> 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 right. you can't get up on the is over Exactly <laughs> Been a day you have to... <laughs> Exactly, exactly. But no, so that's right, right. Call a thing a thing is what Yala says. But yeah, but that was my I had a good Saturday. But anyway, um our question today is I thought it was just funny. Have you ever been fired from a job? Miss Parker. Um, yep. I sure have. <laughs> uh, I'm
4: fired from job. Okay. guys remember that uh-huh i thought i was gonna get fired because i lied on application about my age but it wasn't recent um they never found that out um i was 14 i have to be 15 to work there but i put i put the wrong year and they never they never they never found out okay um but i remember i was leaving work one afternoon it was probably i worked like a second shift whatever so i was leaving i think i worked like three, maybe like two to two to nine or two Mm -hmm. eight Mm -hmm. whatever it was I was leaving and a um, and this new shift was coming in, and they were like, "Oh, it was your time to uh, clean the bathroom." And I was like, "No, it's not because we were supposed to take turns. Like for example, if I work today and clean the bathroom today, the person I work with tomorrow they clean the bathroom right. And I hated I hated bathroom duty. So I hate it too. So I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not doing it. And I walked out and got in my car. <laughs> and I go back and they were like, you're fired. <laughs> 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 so I was like, okay, whatever. I already had another job lined up, so I went to the other job. And then I was fired from, um, oh, I had two jobs right before I moved to Atlanta. When I was finishing college, I had two jobs. I worked at the Rio, which is one of the largest properties in Vegas. Yeah. Um, I worked with VIP checking. But before I got...
1: Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Our guest tonight is a hilarious comedian out of uh, West Philadelphia, but...
9: wash your clothes rub your back run your bath water i raise your kids love you down do things for you you decide to act like a fool run around and leave me like you do every day i stood by your side i pray to god that things would be all right say you love me don't say you love me
3: Tell me.
1: Stephen Knight Show. Our guest tonight is a hilarious comedian out of uh, West Philadelphia, but currently resides in New York. He's worked alongside Kevin uh, Kevin Hart, excuse me, Chris Rock, David Chappelle, you just name him. Uh, please I'm welcome to very hilarious Anthony Moore. Welcome to the show. Oh, what's up, man? Thanks for having me. Definitely appreciate you taking time out of your schedule. So, as I said, you were uh, born in West Philadelphia how did you get into comedy? How did you know that's what you wanted to pursue?
6: Um Well, in high school, I was always like the funny, opinionated one I always used to joke around, but then I ended up um I ended up going to college at St. Joe's, and I remember at the time like just just being a freshman trying to figure out what I wanted to do at life. At the time, I was an accounting major, okay? but um at my school, the around spring semester, they used, they have a talent show every year. Mm-hmm. And the guy that hosted the talent show the year before, he graduated. Oh, okay. So they needed a new host. So all my friends were coming up to me like, yo, you should you should do this. Like, you should host it. I'm like, man, I'm funny with y'all, but I'm not <laughs> funny on stage. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I ended up, eventually, like, they just ended up talking to me and I hosted it. And I did a good job. So after that, I just started going to open mics and just, like, little bar shows around the city. Well, at the time, I really... I wasn't even supposed to be allowed to get into these bar shows because at mm. the time when I started, I was I was 18. Okay. So, <laughs> I was like, yeah, so like I was sneaking in and like just going to open mics and that's how like I just, just kept up at it.
1: So once, once you decided that, that this is what you wanted to pursue, were there certain comics that you kind of studied or, you know, just looked, uh, you know, looked to as, uh, you know, a, a influence?
6: Yeah, well, the comedian that like really took me under his wing, comedian known about um two red. Two Gordon from um, Philly. Um he Philly legend, he's performed all over and um he really took me under his wing and just taught me the ropes of like how to get together like a five to seven minute set. Yeah. And um just just the ins and outs of the of the business, like comedy on stage and all so he really like helped me out a lot but then like the comedians I grew up watching I grew up watching everybody so and I really feel like that helped my style a lot because you know like with my parents I would watch the shows that they would watch like the Jeffersons or Stand for the Sun things Mm -hmm. like that but then I also would watch um, I also would watch like the the newer stuff like when Comic View was on yeah, or like Jamie Foxx show The Hughley Things like that But mm-hmm. then I remember like In high school When like I would stay with my dad I remember it was like A period We didn't have cable Okay So It was like The shows I had to watch Because we didn't have cable I would have to watch stuff Like Everybody Loves Raymond mm-hmm. The King of Queens <laughs> so yeah, was like yeah, I, was, yeah. I was forced To like those shows But that helped Round me out Like I got exactly. a base Of like Everything
1: Yeah the Blessing in disguise Huh <laughs> right <laughs> so do you remember your first the very first uh, stand up show by yourself do you remember that
6: um yeah yeah I remember my first one um I was sorry cause I say the open mics well, well doing the talent show that was my first time on stage but that was easy just because all my friends were there
5: right
0: right
6: um I say like my first actual comedy show that I went to I did this um I did this bar show in West Philly on like fifty on like fifty second street. Like basically in a in uh the heart of the hood. Okay. And, okay. <laughs> and like in this bar, it was like a it was like a older bar. Like to get in, like you had to be it was a twenty five and up. So I really wasn't supposed to be in there. All right. But they let me in they let me in just to do a set. And um Right after my set, I had to leave, but I did really good. And I guess what also helped me was, like, they wasn't expecting me to be so young and confident right. behind my material. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. What what makes a good
6: uh, comic? I'm um, A good comic, um, I say you kind of... What makes a good comic, when that comic leaves the stage and you have the sense of you know this person a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So... 'Cause I feel like now with with social media and things like that, people want that instant gratification. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they aren't they aren't really taking their time to work on their craft. And I say with, with material you need two things. Either either you need to know who that comedian is or how they feel about something. Or like or or their opinion on things. So so, any like anything else, if it if it doesn't fall un, under those two categories, you're just on stage trying to be funny without saying anything. Right.
1: So right. with
6: so with me, when I leave the stage, you want either know like about my job, about like me working in different schools, or my life in college, or my relationship, how it is living with my mom and dad, or. My opinion on things like if, if something happened in the news, I might touch on that, or just like how it is for me living in New York. But mm-hmm. then you got comedians out here just trying to be funny, but really aren't saying anything. And that's, like for example, like I I keep it real. Like I learned a lot of bad habits from growing up. Like I remember, you ever watch some um, like classic comic view? Yeah, uh
1: huh, yeah.
6: like. Like, you remember, like, they used to do a montage, and they used to show comedians... They used to show comedians doing, like, um... Like, they'll they'll do about five minutes showing comedians doing, like, jokes about George Bush. Mm -hmm. Then, like, five minutes of comedians doing jokes about gas prices so high. Right,
1: right. Back
6: then... Now, like, back then, I thought it was hilarious. But looking back on it now, it's like... Does bad comedy like everybody's talking about the same topic and they're not really separating themselves like you don't like you you just know you watching five minutes of people talk about the same joke but you don't even know who is who because they really aren't saying anything of like some real substance
1: yeah that makes sense it makes a lot of sense
6: how do you know because i know
1: um just recently um just a Mess, she got into some trouble because she made a joke yeah. uh, about the the people that were put off the plane, uh, the Muslim um, people that were put off the plane. And of course she's having to backtrack and apologize and, you know, go through all that. But how do you know as a comedian what
6: and what not to touch? Um, I feel like, I feel like, um, no, there's really no topic off, like, that's off limits. Yeah. I feel like you could. I feel like you could make a joke about anything, as long as it's funny. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, like me, that was my problem with, with, with Jessie. It was like, if if she was just joking, if the if she was just joking, it's like okay, like it was just it was it was just a bad joke that right, A hit. bad joke. But right. I feel like in that, in in that situation, she was just saying how she really felt. Mm-hmm. Like there was like no, it was no intent of being funny.
5: Mm.
6: And like and I feel like if that was the like the the intent was to just be funny, it's like, okay, like I get it, you're a comic it, 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 like jokes bomb sometimes. Right, exactly. Like that's it. But it was like in that situation, it was like, no, you just being ignorant.
1: Yeah, yeah.
6: And but but that goes to like back to what I say, like with with the social media, this the whole instant gratification thing, it's like she rose so quick. So it was, like you can't tell somebody like that anything because in her head, she probably thinks she know everything. It's Cause like, she's, she's,
1: I did this, right? Exactly. Yeah. Right.
6: Yeah. It's like, but I gotta be humble for I done, I, if I don't, if I don't gain this following in a year, mm-hmm. like versus somebody that took the time and it and it took them ten to ten years to get to that level, they're gonna really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, it's true because they know they know the grind, they know the. Sweat and tears behind it. Do you think? Right. Do you think that you know we live in the a society now with the you know Michi movements and um, a lot of people being more PC because they don't want to get under fire like something like that. Um, has that hurt the uh, comedy industry or how do how do how do you as a comic uh, make sure that you you know definitely doing your thing but still being mindful of the. All the movements and people being more PC now?
6: Um, I really don't think it. I, I don't think it hurt comedy, really. Mm-hmm. I think just people just have to. Um, I think it forces you to be more creative.
10: Yeah. Like, it'll
6: yeah. really separate you. Now, you just can't go on stage, stage and you can't just say things for shock value mm-hmm. anymore.
10: Mm-hmm. Like, you
6: really got to have you gotta hear some jokes. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think that's the only thing. I think the only thing I don't like about this whole PC culture is with people going to look for, like, people's tweets. When, like, they try to Yeah, from, like, 10 years
1: ago. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's like,
6: that's that's the only thing I like. It's like, you're going out your way to look for something. something. I could, like, yeah, I could see, like, what said is like, okay, she said that now. She was wrong, but and like the situation where people was going to go dig up Kevin Hart tweets. Yeah, it's like you, you going you going so far out your way to look up something from ten years mm-hmm. ago. It's like mm-hmm. what he said. Don't get me wrong. What he said was wrong. But it's right, like, right. You went, you
1: went to go look for it, and he had already apologized for it. He's talking right. about how much he's evolved. <laughs> That's what I thought was ridiculous. But you know, I think Nick Cannon made a great uh, point when he went back and looked look back on Amy Schumer's old tweets. Um, you right, know, yeah. Jimmy Fallon's old tweet, you know, people have all said ignorant stuff, you know what I mean? But people do right. evolve as people, and I think it is, you know, depending on how deplorable was what they said, I think that people should be forgiven. You know what I mean? If people are right. quick people are quick these days to cancel, you know, like they're trying to cancel Jess. I, I think you know, right. I think that that was a good lesson for her because she was ignorant to the Muslim faith in the community. You know what right. I mean? And she admitted right. to that, and so I think it's a teachable moment as opposed to quick to cancel somebody. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna get your um your point of your thoughts on some of the things that we've been talking about on the show and our hot topics segment. What are your thoughts on the whole okay. uh, R. Kelly and uh, mute R. Kelly and mute Michael Jackson <laughs> uh, situations?
6: Um, man, that's it's so it's crazy. Like R. Kelly, it's so hard because like I love his music. Yeah. Like, like not even just like the regular, like, I believe I could fly and all of that. stuff. I love like the album cuts, oh,
5: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and yeah. um,
6: it's, 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 it's tough. Like after watching the series, it was, it's tough. Like, I, I felt like I couldn't even listen to it no more. Just when you find out the whole backstories
5: mm-hmm.
6: of like how the songs were made, like, oh, like, dang, this was about this person. right? Or, or just like um when they were talking about like just how like he met certain girls, like how he met Aaliyah when she was twelve, like things like that. Mm-hmm. It's like you feel comfortable listening to him no more. Right. Well with, with Michael Jackson's situation, it's like it I feel like he's when he um damn <laughs> I'm on this uh, one. Yeah,
2: that's all that's all.
6: Well, Mike is like, all right, he was definitely weird. But I feel like if something would have happened, I feel like it would have been found. Like, you had the feds looking, going hard to find something. They was investigating for, like, what, they, I think they said, like, 10 years mm-hmm. and didn't find anything. Then his documentary, like, Alisa and R. Kelly documentary, you had people on both sides. Like, you had people he worked with. You had his family members. And then you also heard like the victim side. So it was like you get both perspectives. You get the perspective from the, the victims and their families and then the people that helped R. Kelly. Yeah. But Michael Jackson, you just had two guys and their family and like none of my people like it was just so one sided and they really had like it was like no evidence it was just going off a hair side. Right,
1: yeah, yeah. What what are your thoughts on the uh the admissions college admissions uh scandal?
6: But that it, it's funny because I thought, I honestly thought that was just how college worked. Right. Like, I just thought like, <laughs> right? I really like. I thought that was a normal thing that like rich people just pay for their kids to get into college. Mhm. Mhm. Like. So you weren't surprised it, it at all by none of that? At all, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
5: Right. No, this <laughs> right. true.
6: I was surprised that that was news. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Exactly. But you know, it's the biggest. It's the biggest uh, scandal like this. In U.S. history, that's crazy, that's crazy, right, yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Them, them people, they won't, they won't play it, they won't play it. So, um, what else do you have that you um that you're working on currently?
6: Um, currently, I'm just currently I'm just trying to push out this online content. Okay, like, just consistently drop videos. I got a um, I, I shot a short a short little film over. The, like around December, I shot a short film that's supposed to be like this. with, like some people I went to school with. Okay, that should be coming out any day now. Nice. I'm um, just to like try to submit that to festivals and stuff like that right now. Okay. And um, i also I'm about to go overseas. I'm about to go overseas in um in April for about a few weeks. I'm about to do a do like a tour for like performing for the troops okay. where I go to like, a few right. different countries in Europe. Yeah, most definitely. And and. And then when I come back from that, it's just preparing for the summer, like just trying to, just trying to book colleges for the fall, yeah, and just trying to like get get the different clubs around the country. Yeah, yeah. Is is it competitive? A competitive market? Um, but like performing in colleges or just, like or just, just comedy in general. Comedy in general. Yeah, no, it's definitely it's so competitive now, especially with social media. With Especially with social media, because it's like with jokes, I got it. First, you got to worry about, like, okay, I got to be original to where no other comic has said this. But then you got to think, like, okay, I want to say something that, like, can't just be put in a meme or right. somebody could just take my idea and put it into an Instagram skit. Yeah. Things like that. So it, it forces you to write so much more. That's true. That's true. Where can people keep up with you on social media? Um, Twitter, Instagram, all that and more. Facebook, Anthony, um, yeah, Anthony Moore facebook.com backslash comedian Anthony Moore. Um, yeah, and that's Moore with two O's. M O O R E.
1: Yeah. Anthony, man, I want to thank you so much for joining us tonight. I wish you nothing but continued success, especially with your tour overseas and, and uh, preparing for the fall. But yeah, appreciate you.
6: No, thanks for having me, man. Most definitely
1: more information about Anthony Moore, please go to our website, Show.com. We'll be right back after this.
11: Welcome, Nature City. I've been on your for- phone. Tap while I'm flicking Got my cuz as a mutual But you don't even know me I can hit you up with a DM But I ain't trying to show you that I'm crushing I've been trying to figure out how to make you notice That I'm qualified to step to you correctly And I'm not gonna fight If you have to reject me But it's looking like you're interested Truth, cause I'm really feeling you tell me what you wanna do tell me what you want oh yeah tell me what you need oh yeah tell me do you got a
3: man this good can you do it you just like me now come on baby tell me tell me tell me oh yeah tell me if you wanna rock with a nigga tell me if you
11: wanna ride with me now we've been talking for a minute so tight feel like you could be my fitting
9: Try. just be patient promise you won't be waiting for long wanna be sure you the right one come on you know i can't make it easy for you tell me can you make it do what it do so uh you want me to be a part of your crew you wanna be the one that i'm calling my boo that's cool you know you gotta come correct cause kt ain't got time for the disrespect hope we connect like magnets. you could be my
3: captain or else i'll be doing oh for next time. No.
1: Shane Moore and we're listening to the Stephen Knight Show. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Adam, how was your weekend?
10: Oh, it was great. Dude. I saw you. Uh, I saw some there. pictures. What
1: were you, you and you and the Mrs. were doing something? What were y'all doing this weekend?
10: Yeah, so we went to we had uh, she had a friend in town, so we went to hang out with her and we just you know, we went out I mean we just spent time outside, went nice. to kind of the there's that area with graffiti on the wall near us that they just redid with the little uh, rubber duckies. That was pretty fun. And, um, yeah, everyone's kind of out and about this weekend. So, nice. Um, hoping the good weather continues.
1: Yeah. Well, well, we had great weather here. but it's supposed to rain the rest of the week.
10: Oh, uh, that's a bummer. So. All <laughs>
1: right. Well, I'll let you and Chiget take away movie reviews.
10: Uh, sure thing. So, I know it's been a few weeks for me, but I want to catch up on kind of both of our Captain Marvels uh, that has come out in the past month. And the first one is the title film, Captain Marvel. And I know, Chica, you've talked about this, and I just kind of want to add on to uh, your thoughts. I know you said you're, you're kind of tired of the origin movies, and um, I, I think I, I, I do get it. I, thought, I did like Captain Marvel. For anyone who hasn't seen it yet, uh, it's about the Of the superhero called Captain Marvel. Uh, She's part of the Marvel Universe, uh, and this is her story in the 90s of her meeting Nick Fury for the first time and kind of what's going on with her and um, this other race, the Scrolls, which we saw last in Captain America Winter Soldier. Uh, Anyway, yeah, it it is an origin movie, but I thought they did a great job. You know, Marvel still kind of hanging in there with unique stories and the way they did the kind of the battle between the Kree and the scrolls, Skull, I think they did a good job. I do think a little too much 90s um, kind of callback, you know, I think they were laying it on strong with falling into a blockbuster, going to the Radio Shack, you know, all the callbacks they could do. But, um, you know, it is a fun movie and it is setting up for Avengers Endgame, so it's kind of one of those movies you need to, you don't need to watch, but it's good to watch to see where she's been this whole time. Uh, since we got her paged at the end of the last Avenger movie. Um, It'll be interesting to see what they do. You know, Captain Marvel's kind of like a Superman in the sense that she has all the powers, and when your superhero has all the powers, how do you make them interesting? So um, that'll that'll be interesting to see. But uh, I agree, TK, maybe, you know, these origin stories uh, are getting worn out. Which uh... I don't,
0: I don't, I don't mind the origin story because the origin story needs to be told. What I mind <laughs> is, I, I just feel like at this point it's like old hat to them. Like they know that it's going to be a box office, so they just do the bare minimum because they can. Yeah. And yeah. That's what we have. So I don't, yeah. I don't know. I, I think Endgame is going to be greater than. Of course, it's going to be greater than. Uh, they're going to pull out all the stops, all the bells and whistles for Endgame because it's it's going to be the Cadillac of the movies. However, you know, when you're introducing a new character and you do these sub-characters like someone like Captain Marvel or Ant-Man, um, give it the same kind of love. Give it the same kind of love you would give a Spider-Man or Iron Man or at this point a Captain America or Wolverine. You know, give it the same kind of love.
10: Don't just phone it in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, agreed. Uh, But speaking of the other Captain Marvel, I did go see Shazam this weekend, and for anyone who wants a little history, you can search all about it. But uh, Shazam, is called Shazam because his name used to be Captain Marvel because he used to be owned by another comic book uh, company in the 40s that DC sued because he was too much like Superman. Um, Then... There's a whole web of that, but this movie follows the story of a kid who gets the power of Shazam from this ancient wizard, and it does uh, star Zachary Levi, and um, this one was a fun one. It's definitely, you know, you, you've you seen the trailer, it triggers on kind of the, the happy, you know, this kid who's 13, 15, 14, 15 can turn into an adult superhero. So what would you do as a kid as a superhero? You would do all these crazy things. You know, there's a scene where he's using his electric fingers to go to an ATM and get all the money out of it so he can buy candy and all this stuff. Uh, And so, that being said, it's a fun movie, and the leads, actually, I think all the acting was well done in this, but this one definitely felt very dated. And by that I mean you get these bullies in the high school that are still giving wedgies, and, like, it just felt like this movie was, like, kind of stuck in time, like maybe this should have came out in the 90s. Do bullies like that even exist? I don't know. I mean, I'm not in very, you know, very the Very tongue-in-cheek. <laughs> yeah, very tongue-in-cheek and very, like, yeah, cheesy. Um, also, and a little bit of a spoiler, so if you want to stop just for a moment, uh, the whole, cheek and you can let me know because I know you saw this, the whole mom's subplot could have been cut out. There was no real reason to have that uh, subplot in it. Well, uh, you know that could have saved 20 minutes cuz I felt like it was and it was I felt like it was poorly written to and executed but uh you can let me know your thoughts uh
4: so I, will, I, will
10: I, end I on this I'm oh, sorry go ahead okay I'm sorry okay yeah I just want to I just want to end I will say uh Shazam was a big miss for me I thought it was it was a huge letdown I felt like I, it's uh, a airplane movie for sure it, it so. looks stupid from the commercials Good, <laughs> I'm sorry and you know what it's it's for i think it's for the 13 year olds out there that want to see a fun superhero movie without too much going on Uh, i think it's targeted towards them it's not targeted towards i think the adults who want to see kind of more of the the marvel or even the serious DC movies can i say this chicken before
1: you go on when i was in la Mm -hmm. a few weeks ago for my birthday They promoted the, I mean, you saw billboards everywhere. Even at the bus stops, they had, you know, the posters and so You know, they promoted the mess out of that in L.A., that movie, uh, Shazam. (laughs) Well, it was was like the the, the finish line promotion because they didn't start promoting this movie until
0: later on. Like, we didn't know that this movie was coming out last year like they do all the (laughs) other movies. We knew Wonder Woman was coming out a whole almost two years before it came out. That we knew true. about Aquaman a whole two years before it came out. We knew about Justice League a whole two years before it came out. So DC again, they have their babies. They have their projects that they want to support and push.
1: So you think they just didn't put Shazam, effort? In, they didn't put effort into it to the whole.
0: No, they didn't. They yeah. did not. Yeah. They did not at all. Okay, which is a shame because Shazam is an integral part of the DC universe. Mm. Mm-hmm. So. Let, uh, there's a couple things that I want to touch on I Saw the trailer and I was like Oh hell no I'm not going to go see this This looks like trash But then like the more I watched it The more I watched it Then I was like I have a duty and an obligation to go see this And then trash it on the radio <laughs> But I don't feel that way after seeing it And I'm not saying that it's a good movie But I'm just saying that it's a different movie like Adam said, it's geared toward a younger audience. If you're going there as a DC fan and you love uh, the Justice League and you love Wonder Woman and you love Batman, this might not be the movie for you. Now, going back to what you said about the plot of, of the mother, the, the storyline with the mother, it did not work for this movie, but I think it does work for the Shazam overall uh, storyline, because like we all know, he's going to have to join the Justice League. And part of his mm-hmm. storyline is belonging. A sense of belonging. They kind of touched on it at the end of the movie with you know, him and that family. But yeah. that really ties into him belonging in the Justice League and him being welcomed and fitting in and having a place amongst those people because he's, he's an eyeball. He's a child. And they're adults. And they're very serious. Mm-hmm. And that was what I was having issues about, like, how does he stand up to the rest of the characters as they move along in the storyline? Because he's going to have to fight
6: alongside them.
0: But the way that the character is in the movie, I honestly can't, I visually can't see that. Yeah, Especially seeing yeah. how serious Batman and Wonder Woman are. Aquaman's a little goofy, but... I just don't see how it's going to fit in. I'm curious at this point. I want to see what they're going to do. And
10: that might be their route. Maybe they know that they can't really do the serious movies, and they might just shift to making more of these kind of fun, kind of tongue-in-cheek you know, movies with their universe. Well,
0: I'm here to say they're going to lose me. They're going to lose me. I'm very serious about my heroes. So with that being said, I thought that Shazam was suitable for 13 and under. It's yes, my opinion it hasn't, <laughs> But the thing about it is It only cost 90 million to make And it grossed 159 million So it was a success Even though it made more money Made less money than the other movies But balanced against the budget It's a success So they're looking at that as a win Because it made the profit off of it Oh yeah they It was the lowest cool. earning launch since Fantastic Four,
10: and we all know what trash Fantastic Four was. That's true. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. It'll it'll be around. Uh, and another sidebar: this is just kind of interesting because uh, you've seen Game of Thrones, but didn't the main actor look like Arya Stark from Game of Thrones, or was that just me? Yes. Yes. No. It's like no, it's like his it it twin, twin. It's like a long lost twin or something like that. It's crazy how similar they <laughs> looked. I couldn't. Yes. I couldn't yes. believe it. I. Agree. Uh, but again, the acting was great all overall. So I mean, you know, no no disappointments there.
0: So, um, which I also thought was interesting with Diamond Hansu, who is now playing for both brands. He's also Marvel <laughs> yeah. and DC. Isn't that interesting?
10: Yeah, yeah, and he was in both Captain Marvel and Shazam. So uh, yeah, that was a fun little tidbit.
0: Him and Ryan Reynolds, they have rare. Uh, Rare uh, and rare footing that way.
10: Even, yeah.
0: Even though they want to uh, forget about Green Lantern, but it exists. Yeah. But you also saw so, uh,
10: Pet Cemetery too, right?
0: I did. Um, Pet Cemetery is the Stephen King uh, remake, and you know how I feel about these remakes. You know how I feel about recycling stories. Uh, so I found the new Pet Cemetery. To be a little bit more gross, like it was more graphic, there was more blood and violence hmm. in this version, and I don't remember clearly the ending of the first version, but the ending of this version, I don't recall it being in the first one. so this would definitely set up for another another movie, even though there was a pet cemetery too. Pet Cemetery two had nothing to do with the original Pet Cemetery.
6: Hmm. But this
0: the way this Pet Cemetery ends, it's a clear a clear note that there's going to be something else
1: to follow. Um,
12: Okay.
1: I heard this one was scary. Do you think it was scary? (sighs)
4: Scary? Uh, it takes a lot to scare me. Yeah.
1: Um
0: it was disturbing. I'll say that. It was very disturbing. I, I can't say scary. It takes a lot to scare me, uh, but definitely more gore uh, and definitely the violence um, was on point. the violence mm. made you believe it okay. um, There's a couple scenes you know of hacking and chopping and blood you know that were like wow, okay so that made it more effective i I say check it out like if, if you never saw the first pet cemetery and could tolerate you know, this movie check it out. Or even if you want to compare. That's why I saw it, because I wanted to compare. Um, but, you know, I'm not of these recycled stories. I hate it. But it <laughs> turned out to be okay. Nice. I'm sure Stephen King doesn't mind. He gets paid any money. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But I, I will say this. If you guys want to make another movie, I mean, you did his movie It over again, and you did Pet Cemetery over again, why don't you do The Shining and do it really, really good? Because that could be. Matter of fact, I have a better idea for you. Don't remake the Shiny. Make another Shiny. And use the hotel as the same premise. But different people and a different kind of plot.
12: Yeah. That would be awesome.
1: Just saying. I saw some movies. I've been on my movie kick oh, lately. Yeah. Not in the theater. Like, you know, I saw us uh, last week. But I've been watching a lot of Netflix and you know Netflix they have their own um, productions they put together now so the other night mm-hmm. I watched three the other day I watched three movies um, the first one I watched it was a movie with Diane Keaton and um, and uh, Morgan Freeman and I love both of them that's why I watched it. It was called Five Flights up and it's it's mm-hmm. uh, shot in New York which I love New York. And, um, it's about, they've been together for 40 years and, um, they are now debating putting their apartment on the market. They put it on the market, um, in Brooklyn and they're, you know, you know, cause of regentification and everything, they're going to make a lot of money, a million dollars, whatever. So they're looking for a new place to stay. They end up staying there, but it's just the ins and out of that whole situation. Cause it goes back on their, their history as a married couple then I watched a movie the other night, which was really good. And I and they kept they've been advertising a lot on Netflix, but I always passed by it. But I said, let me just watch it. And it was a movie with Woody Harrison and Kevin Costner, and um, it's called The Highwaymen. The Highwaymen, and what they they're, they're mm-hmm. hired to um, kill Bonnie and Clyde. Um, oh yeah. wow! Yeah, it is so good. And that's not usually a movie I would watch. But it was so good. I did fall asleep through it because I was tired. But it was really a good movie. It was no, it was really a good movie. I watched that. It did look good. Oh, it's really good. And I mean, I like like history anyway. So just to see, you know, because they travel all over the country trying to find them, and just the fact the technology Mm -hmm. they had back then in the 30s and 40s, how you know, because it's not like they had GPS. They had maps, that they would, you know, the radio would say, "Oh, they were spotted here." You know what I mean? But that was really good. Mm-hmm. And then I watched, um, which I've already seen before, Obsessed, uh, with Beyonce and Idris El- Elba. I've already seen that, but it was on Netflix. I said, oh, I'll watch this. It's only an hour. <laughs> <laughs>
10: you, are, you are on a kick, wow. And
1: I am, but yeah. but um, And I watched the movie today, but I fell asleep through it. But um, but definitely, I would recommend The Highwaymen. And if you like, like... I don't think it's a romantic comedy. I guess it would be considered that. But, um, um what's it called five flights up because i love York. New- yeah i love new york so just that whole vibe you know what i mean but i also realized mm-hmm. it because i was remember cheeky i think i've told you before i was debating moving to new york watching mm-hmm. this movie i realized maybe i wouldn't want to move to new york <laughs> i love it but i can't do <laughs> no elevators in most buildings <laughs> it's expensive and public transportation but um and Man. I will, I will, I will say this: New York will change you. New yeah, you will be a different person. Oh yeah, because you have to be. Yeah. And they, and see, in the movie, they weren't from New York, but they moved to New York, and then they got their first place in Brooklyn, where they stayed for forty years. And um, but yeah, I love New York, though. I love New York. I love New York. But yeah, that's that was what well, I was. You watched.
10: know, DC, is not that far from New York. You should just move here.
1: Well, you know, I'm from Virginia, and DC is like my backyard. In- yeah, exactly,
10: exactly. Yeah. Time yeah. to get back to your roots.
1: Yeah, um, can I shout out a TV show that I absolutely love? Nine One One. We talked about it before on the show. I think Chika and I have mm-hmm. with Angela Bassett. That show is mm-hmm. so good. I think they had the season finale. Um, oh no, no, they didn't. Okay, no, because I saw a commercial for a new episode. But they had a really good episode. Um, it was like a big continue kind of thing um, last week. It is such a good show. Check it out. Nine One One. Okay, nice.
10: so.
1: The The shy is back. The shy premiered uh, second
0: season last night. Um, The first episode was a whirlwind. So if you haven't watched uh, Lena Waites The Shy on Showtime, check out the first season. Second season has started. The first episode is out. Mm
5: -hmm. Um,
0: I don't know if anyone is a Veep fan. I watch Veep on HBO. Oh yeah, the final season. That show is hilarious. Yeah, and it's about government. And, it, and and if you're not even into politics, it's a good show to kind of teach you what the ins and outs of politics are and the buffoonery that goes on. Because some of it is so dead on and they just make it funny. Yeah.
5: But I can yes. actually see
0: that man that's in that office going through some of the things that uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus' character goes through in the Oval Office or or trying to get to the Oval Office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 it's interesting. The um, yeah, last,
1: I'm sorry, would you say? I say it's interesting because you know we have so many candidates now running for president, and I just can't really yeah, imagine yeah. what goes behind the scenes in these campaigns and getting everything.
0: And and yeah. and so that's what this season is about: it's okay. the running for president.
1: Yeah,
5: and yeah.
0: It's, and it's people throwing their you know their hat in the ring to yeah. run for president. Yeah. so it's pretty dead on. And the last show, uh, definitely American Gods. You know, I cannot explain to you how powerful this show is. The writing is so prolific. And, of course, uh, soon-to-be friends to the show, Orlando Jones, you know, is uh, one of the producers and star of this show. Uh, check it out. It's on Stars. Nice. This is the second season for that. So we're maybe four episodes in, I think, three or four episodes right. in to the new season. Definitely cool. check it out. I, it's an original I've premise, the, original story.
10: Yeah, I read the book. Uh and the yeah. book's amazing. So I hope they do the series or they do the book justice, because um, 'cause I'd be interesting to see.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. Anything else guys?
10: Uh no,
0: just a few um, words Avengers yeah uh, and little I want to see little that looks i want to yeah. see i don't know anything about it Steven yeah until you told me about it And yes. I saw the trailer and I was like this looks like a winner
1: I have to see it and they were actually on the uh, view last week um uh Issa Rae and the I can't think of the girl's name from blackish but she was they were on there their chemistry is great so I can only match and you know she's the youngest uh black uh female producer uh, executive producer on a um comedy like that. So yeah. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, good for her. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Well, as always, thank you for letting us know what to spend our money on, what not to. I hope you have a great week, and we'll talk again next Monday.
10: All right, thanks a lot. All
1: right, all right. All right, right back after this. Oh, oh, oh.
3: I'm happy. Hey, hey, hey. Then, over. Hey. 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 then we taking One time I'm never suffer, uh, Suffer, i never suffer, Suffer, i the Find a man in the setting Casting it the the Jackie i never suffer, That's the nigga they chasing But the trooper, she checking checking, checking. Check. I, I said the chupa she waiting She checking, she looking and she not know what they are talking I told her the trouble she causing The way that she rocking and shaking Her too much, on need not fatumata for the on me, let she fuck out All the men and scouts That all baby, I want you to track When you tie your lap And you wear your skin test. When you rockin' your tumah Bangé, I want my ready ready. Chamu, I want (laughs) got they chasing, but they she I never it, never I'm relying on waiting, but my the That's <laughs> the nigga, chasing, but
2: they she jacking one play you non-see fun, get capping Like I said before, hungry line blocking You leave it, another scam, and we'll pop it Grab it, squeeze it, we dry drop it At time, you will be trying how to catch it You know you're missing a casa baguette. You fix it, old fight trying how to catch it Then you won't speak serious now, till they get it. Pretty girl, let me take you out of dinner. Dinner, dinner. I got a cheddar, forgive me, I was a sinner. Dinner. Gonna be better from January down to December. Take trips, go to spas in the winter. winter. So sexy, gorgeous, winter. and beautiful. Everything that we do is so memorable. I'm feeling you from your head down to your toes. Don't have to speak on it, I'm never gonna stop show. <laughs>
3: Setting, testing, they got a chasing, but it droop she jacking. eh? 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 i on the waiting, but i they got it chasing, but she jacking. And it's as you and the boy and be
9: watching, Anytime the boy and be, walking, the boy them be, the boy them be Baby, got you temptation, you turn girl, you confusion.
3: the the it the
1: oh back to steven night show Aaron Cosby, how's it going dbk I know you are you are working really hard, uh mm-hmm. law school student. <laughs> Bruh, like,
12: yeah, yeah. You
1: know, yeah, it's, it's going to pay off. So we can
12: go ahead and just go into that sports. Like we can just, yeah, yeah, let's do it. I know you, like yeah.
1: yeah. yeah sorry, Gra- take, good, it, good. take it,
12: take it. Right. All right. Final four is mm-hmm. down to the top two. Yeah. Virginia. Texas. Texas. Mm-hmm. Who you got again, Stephen? I want Virginia to
1: win because I'm from Virginia.
12: Okay, and I want Texas Tech to win because I didn't like how Virginia beat Auburn because I wanted Auburn, and also <laughs> I always go for the underdog. Like, yeah, that's just that's just who I am. So Virginia
1: Tech. So you think you think Virginia Texas got this? <laughs> <laughs> you don't mean you think Texas got this? Texas got this? Bruh
12: I'm I'm rooting for Texas Tech. Yeah. So which means.
1: <laughs> uh, Virginia will be the next <laughs> right. Congratulations, Virginia. Virginia. Congratulations, are <laughs> right Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> All um, right. Um uh, quick quick question for you. If Virginia
12: wins, are you gonna do anything? Are you gonna get us get a get a jersey? I won't a sweatshirt or something. I won't but I will th- <laughs>
1: I won't, but you know my best friend Ty and um He's he went to Virginia, so he's all about it. You know what I mean. And uh, Max's girlfriend from high school, she went to uh, UVA, and she's all about it. I mean, all over her, her you know, her page, and she even right. changed her profile right. page. Her kids are up there now, <laughs> so they're excited. Um, this, yeah,
12: this this could be like like really cool. Uh, again, like I said last week, from first last year, you know, with the whole situation to occur, right. like this would be epic. So. We'll
1: see. And I believe Virginia hasn't won Since the 80's Or hasn't been In the yeah, cha- since The it, 80's yeah. yeah It's been over Over 30 years ago Mhm. So yeah.
12: mm-hmm. That's why it's so, so important it's Yeah A long time coming I don't think they, That That they actually Won the, the national championship I Yeah mean, they, they Yeah They went to the Final four Exactly Yeah, yeah. Meetings, Right but they, they, So this This would be their First championship if Yeah win. That'd be amazing so, That'd be amazing You know so hey, thumbs up! Congratulations! Good luck! Like I said, I won't take the tech, which means that UVA is now <laughs> champion. Y'all got this! <laughs> y'all, y'all got this. Oh, do you know if um if um, Kyle's watching it at a at a sports bar or anything? Is he, is he at, at a party? Uh,
1: Probably a party. not because it's because it's Monday. But I know over the weekend he had something at his house on Saturday.
12: So um, oh nice.
1: Yeah, yeah. And he had his shirt posted on. You know, he was posting on. Uh, Instagram and everything.
12: So he was probably salty when they let that lead slip.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
12: Back and they was about to lose. And then exactly.
1: Taking exactly. And and you know,
12: yeah, okay. All right. That's all I got, man.
1: Okay. Well, look, have a great week, and we'll talk again next Monday. We'll see who wins, okay? All right. Sounds good. I Have a good one. All right. Same. Okay. Right back after this.
13: Tide all the raindrops on my window pane. Tide all the cloudy days that just never go away when you leave. And there's something about the way things ended. Why did it all go so soon? Tied all the raindrops on my windowpane. Tied out all the cloudy days that just never go away. Tada on all the raindrops on my windowpane. pain. out all the cloudy days that just
3: never go away
13: Because when I tried to leave, you bade me
7: to stick around like, Baby, please don't cut me off. Cause I ain't ready to leave you alone. What a joke, right? Now I'm sleeping by myself at night. You packed it up and it look back twice. Am I the bad guy? I try to be a beacon. You cut off my life. I could have been a <gasps> pissed be-
8: This is Kai, and we are from the Articulate Podcast, and you are
4: listening to the Stephen Knight Show.
1: Well, that's our show. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Special shout out to Anthony Moore for joining us. Hope you all have a great week. Talk to you again next Monday. Peace and good night.
3: To the floor